If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Dusting off an old, old, old dear friend today. Yeah, you know what? I'm all stuffed up from the allergies from the pollen outside because that's nice out. Allergies, you're not getting me sick right now. Yeah, but now you're gonna make me get even more the, stuffed the up with all this dust from the yes. wheel. What the hell? Give it man? a good spin right now. Give it a good practice spin. All right, I'm setting on. things up. You'll hear it Go in ahead. the background going. Jacob runs up his, his right arm. You're a right arm spinner, right? I'm a righty. Yeah, even so, I'm 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 all righty. I never really do anything. I know people can write left and do things. Right-handed. I'm just I'm yes just, or no. I'm yeah, a right-handed yeah. spinner. That's yeah, all we right-handed need was a, a yes or no answer there. We are going to talk about the wide receiver group for the Steelers in this episode, but not in a boring way because we're not boring. I wrote down a thousand wide receiver-related questions specifically to the Steelers receiving room, and we are going to now spin the wheel and give you about five or six answers to these questions. The wheel decides which questions gets asked. We leave it in the hands of fate. You are warmed up and ready to go. Yeah. Let's give it our first spin, our first official spin. Let's talk about some Steelers wide receivers heading into 2023. You know what's crazy is on that spin, I realize I'm a left-handed spinner. I spent all that time talking about my you right-handed You are spinner. just my left is enigma. my. Well, I'm a two-handed spinner, and my left is my anchor. Why don't you spin the wheel? All right, here we go. Feels good to be back, <laughs> although I hate the dust cloud that is now forming in this studio. <clears throat> Let me. <coughs> Are you ready? I gotta maybe blow my nose a little bit. First question: Will the Steelers sign or draft another wide receiver in 2023? Hmm. I think yes. I think yes. I think they have to bring. I think body. A, I think yes. Overall, is pretty much a given. Where in the draft is the big? Undecided. So you're going draft more than you're going free agency. You you think that's where? Well, I don't know. Do you agree with uh, Dan Orlovsky? You hear what he said yesterday? What would he say? That smelly guy. Do you hear that guy only changes his bath towel after like 30 days of using no it? No way. Yeah, it's disgusting. But what did that smelly guy say? Odell Beckham. No. No. Would no, be no, a no, great no, fit no, for no, the no, Steelers. No. 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 That is no. never going to happen. No! Even if he was the best fit in the world, I don't think that is ever going to happen. And I question if he is 
a fit for the Steelers because isn't George Pickens kind of who you think Odell is for you? Like, I don't know if I said that right. George Pickens is kind of the player that Odell would be yeah. that's already on your roster. He's the I number mean, one player. He's already made those his, one-handed his, catches like crazy. In his, what, third career game ever, he was already being compared to Odell. Yeah, with that catch against the Browns right. on Thursday right, Night Football. Right. So I think you've already got a guy like that on your team. You've got that alpha kind of player. Do you really need to bring in one from the outside that has proven to be kind of a distraction on other teams that he's played for? I know he won a Super Bowl with the Rams, but he's been off for an entire season. And I know he worked out in front of a lot of people, and people were saying that there is definitely interest in Odell, and Rodgers is telling the Jets to go get Odell, and Orlovsky's trying to put the Steelers and Odell out into the world. But just like with Deshaun Watson, now different reasons why they were out for a year, of course, but... You have to question his ability after an injury to his ACL and then missing an entire NFL season. Yeah, I I don't know why Dan Orlovsky is saying this because the Steelers are already so thin at that position. They have a lot of guys that were on the practice squad. Anthony Miller missed all of last season. He could come back, but after getting rid of Chase Claypool, which I'm not knocking that move because it's now – turn into the 32nd overall pick of this year's draft. But only really being two receivers deep, I'm not taking a flyer on a guy that got hurt in the last game of two seasons ago and then never played a single down last season. He's 30 years old, going to be 31, has a bad knee now. Yeah, I wouldn't take a flyer on him. And for that matter, I really wouldn't take a flyer on anybody that's still available in this free agents in this free agency Give me some class. Names. Uh, DJ Chark. Well, especially Nelson. after... Uh, uh, Brandon Cooks went to Dallas, and Adam Thielen went to uh, Carolina. Those have been the two guys I really wanted to bring in. But... Kenny Galladay, nope. Aguilar, Randall Cobb, Marvin Jones. Well, Cobb, we know where Cobb's going. <laughs> Jarvis Landry. Uh, McCall, Landry I wouldn't hate. McCole Hardman. I mean, I wouldn't hate some of these guys, but to answer the wheels question, I think they're going to add, and I think it's going to be via the draft. I think it's yeah. going to be a third or a fourth round pick that they use on a wide receiver this year. And you know what? I did some some radio malpractice here, talking about how thin as the position they are, the Steelers, and talking about practice squad guys and guys who are injured. Failed to mention, I think a lot of people have been forgetting about Calvin Austin. Calvin coming Austin back. the third. Yeah, he he's going to be factoring into this scenario. But now I know we just talked about Odell playing hurt and they're not playing all season. That's essentially what Calvin Austin is doing. He's yep. a lot younger, but he's never done it at the professional level. Let's hope that he can just come back and play as if this is his rookie year. Which is why I think that there's still room to add. And why I think yeah. it's not exactly like Odell's situation because he's still a rookie in, in his mind. He can just go into this and treat this as a rookie year. But you're right. Missing an entire season of football, whether you're in college, whether you're in the pros – that's something that you have to hold your breath about. It's not a guarantee that you're going to just come back and be, you know, amazing. But the wide receiver room needs another piece to it, and I just don't think that anybody in free agency makes a lot of sense, where as a fourth-round draft pick, it does make a lot of sense, and the Steelers have had a pretty decent track record of finding some value in those fourth rounds, in those fifth rounds at the position. Take a wide receiver in the middle of the draft, hopefully – he is your wide receiver four, wide receiver five, and right. just fills out some depth on your yep. roster. Uh, one other guy, keep an eye Still on out there, Steven Sims. 
Yeah. He's an unrestricted free agent now because the Steelers chose to not tender, which makes it seem like it, you know, the the first option to tender a player, the would have been a year two point six seven million dollar deal. Don't think two point six seven million is what they think he's worth. I think they think that he'd be signing a deal for a little bit less than that. He did visit with the Houston Texans, so we know that there is some interest out there some for market, Steven yeah, Sims, right? but don't put it away just yet that he won't be back because he brings a lot of value to the kick return game. Uh, we saw that last year when he supplanted Gunnar Oshevsky for that job. Yeah, I, I would rather him be on the team for that purpose than anything else. I know he had some good moments on offense last year. Do you think they might be thinking CA3 can do that next year? Yeah, possibly. Probably, right? At both as like that third or fourth receiver yeah. and special teams guy. That's kind of how they do it with their wideouts, right? right? Like AB started there. Even lower than third or fourth on the depth chart as wide receiver was concerned, but he was a Right, he was I, a I don't returner. even know what he was because he was still playing on a team with Hines, Ward, and Mike Walls, and Emmanuel Sanders he was, was a really great good. punt returner. Right. Deontay Johnson the same way. Right. Now, he was like wide receiver three when he started here, but also the number one punt returner in the NFL. He was That's the a first good team, trivia question, first by team the all way. pro. That's a good trivia question, by the way, I think, for future like Steelers, Bars. Right? Like, who was a first-team first-team all-pro first all returner his rookie year? Deontay Johnson. Pretty good. All right. Sure, Jacob. It's a great trivia question. Okay, you whatever. should submit that to all the bars around the area. Um, yeah, so I, I think to answer the wheels question, they're definitely going to bring in another wide receiver, and I think it's going to be via the draft. Spin it again! Too slow on the spin. It's your spin. Bro. You spun it! It's supposed to be. I thought you were spinning, so that's why I did no, run I up the there and spin it myself. Over, under, five touchdowns. For Deontay Jones. Wow. Oh, I got to take over. You want to take the I over? I think he's going to overcorrect. Okay. This well, year. here's the thing, Tom. At the beginning of last season, or even a year ago today, March 21st, 2022, if you were to set the over under at 0.5 touchdowns for Deontay Johnson in 2022, what would you have done? 0.5? Yeah. Would have put my life savings on the over. And you would have lost it. <laughs> yeah. I would be living on the streets right now. But. I just don't think that he's going to go. And you know what? I'm going to call this, too. He's going to score in the first game. Like, first game of the season, he's going to score a touchdown. Just It'll be that moment where everybody's like, like how, he went all of last year right. without a touchdown, and now he already has kinda one. Kind of like how last year, right, or two years ago, everyone was saying, well, Megan Fitzpatrick kind of lost his splash. He's not making those big plays anymore. Game, what was it? Play two of the season. Game, play one was the sack by Cam Hayward. Play two was a pick six by Minka. So, with Deontay Johnson, I have faith that he's going to— like He has scored at least five touchdowns in every single season except for last year. He had five receiving touchdowns in his rookie season. He had seven his second season. He had eight receiving touchdowns last year—or in 2021, excuse me. And then that obviously dropped down to zero, and he set the record for the most receptions in an NFL season without finding the end zone. Um— I just don't think that that kind of fluke, if you will, and I think you can kind of call it a fluke right now, is going to happen again next year. I think he will go over the five-touchdown mark. Like I said, his track record tells you that he at least gets five almost every single season except for the outlier that was last year. I expect a big bounce back from him, and I expect you know that touchdown number to increase also because the chemistry between himself and Kenny is going to increase after – an off season full of workouts with each other. 
mini camps, rookie uh, mini camps, OTAs, training camps, all of that as Kenny being quarterback one instead of last year where Kenny didn't become quarterback one until the game against the Jets at halftime. So all of that, I think, leads to him going over that five-touchdown mark this next season. And I still just think he's a pretty damn decent wide receiver who will maybe be getting a little less attention as well this year with the emergence of George Pickens on the other side. Very well, maybe. And, oh, getting, I just don't know, Tom. Like, is five too high of a number at this point? No, I don't think so. It still strikes me how close he was in that Browns game, too. Oh, yeah. On that. He was a yard and a half so away. close to getting into that end zone. Just just a total example of how snake-bitten he was. I mean, to two, also, there. you think about it, too. The end, of the end of the first half against the Jets, he gets his foot planted down half a yard behind where it initially was, out of bounds. And then by week three, that narrative is dead. And then... Who like? I have to imagine Tom that glaring number of no touchdowns as each week went on became more and more apparent to him, and not to say that he forgot how to score to score a touchdown, but I don't see either way that if he gets his foot down in bounds against the Jets at the end of that first half, I don't see how that could still be his only touchdown of the season. Yeah, I agree with that. I think things kind of compounded. Right. And once you get further and further down the road without one, you start to think about it a little bit more, which is why I think he's going to get one early in this coming season, get one out of the way in the first, second game of the year. Because if he goes another four or five games without scoring a touchdown, that's going to start to really, you know, get drummed up around the media as far as, hey, you know what, it's been six games again and Deontay hasn't scored dating back to last year. That's getting close to 22 games without him scoring a single touchdown. Uh, you want to get that monkey off your back real early next year because if you go into a couple games without scoring that touchdown, I think that narrative just keeps adding to itself and you keep adding to your streak of receptions consecutively without scoring a right. touchdown. You're already the king as far as a single season is concerned. You'll just keep adding to that total if you go further into next season without scoring one. What if he scores like three in the preseason? Like three or four touchdowns in the preseason and then goes quiet in the regular season. How just... I don't remember. Did he have any in the preseason last year? I don't year? believe he did, no. And and he doesn't play much in the preseason, so it's hard for him to get that. Right. But it's just it's so hard for me to, to think that a player of his caliber, and I do still think he has caliber to his play, would go an entire season without a touchdown like he did to go even further into next season without one. I, I find that really hard to believe, but as far as over under five is concerned, I, I think he's going to go over. I think he's going to get five or six touchdowns this year. That would also indicate too, that the offense overall is clicking. Correct. Because remember Kenny finished with what? Nine touchdowns on the season last year. He did. So that's more than half of what he had in total throwing to Everybody else, that's Najee Harris and George Pickens and I uh, and Connor Hayward had one, right? So if Deontay gets five, then that has to mean that Pickens is getting maybe four or five himself. Najee gets two, Pat gets a couple, Connor gets one, right? Mm-hmm. Over. So I think it's a good sign if Najee, if if Deontay can get to five, that you're seeing a much better offense in 2023. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Spin it. Spin it, 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 spin it. Who? Oh, wow, an extra tick. Yeah, how about that? Okay. Who will be the leader in targets this year for the Steelers? Can I go back and look at the leader from last year? You can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you You want. You can do whatever you want. Leader for last year, I believe, was Deontay Johnson. And you'll find that I'm correct about that in three, two, one. Uh, are we talking about receptions or targets? <laughs> targets, targets. Who's going to be targeted? Targets. Wow, well, it wasn't even close. It was Deontay at 147, Pat at 98. I'm still going to say Deontay. I'm going to say Pat. Wow. I think that there's going to be an explosion of Pat and Kenny. He this had year. 50 more targets. I know he did, but I think Pat's going to get even more this year. I think that the Kenny and Pat connection. So makes you sense see Deontay's going down, down and Pat's bit, going and Pat's up. Pat's going up because of Deontay's going down. 25 from each side. Yeah, it's tough. And maybe I'm just being a little extra bold with this prediction, but I think Pat's going to lead the team in targets next year. Okay. And I think that could be a really good thing. Uh, Pickens, I think, is the top dog. Will maybe have the most yardage of any of them. But as far as targets are concerned, I don't think he's going to be that high-volume target kind of guy. He'll have games where he gets 10 targets, I'm sure. But he strikes me as more of the, like, I'll have four catches on five targets for 150 yards and two tutties. You know what I mean? Like, where Deontay gets his bread buttered with, like, 10 catches for 98 yards and hopefully finding the end zone. More of a volume kind of player. Pat is just so good for how young he is at the tight end position. To already have 98 targets last year, to have 732 yards, to have two tight in just his second season. Yes. He I agree. Has I'm not so taking much away anything from Pat. That not only does he have so much potential, but I think that the Kenny and Pat connection – has so much potential to be like the go-to, especially in the red zone for this team, that I see Pat getting a nice little uptick, a healthy uptick in his targets this year. I, I think Pat's going to shock us and be the leader. I'm still going to stand ground with Deontay. I think that he is a wide receiver one on this team. His hands have always been in question, but overall he's super reliable. And I think even though I could easily see Pat and Kenny – Pat being that safety blanket for Kenny in terms of a short yardage guy, Deontay can catch the ball anywhere on the field. And I think he because he's that versatile, I think he's still going to lead this team in targets. I would not be surprised at all if Deontay How about this? leads the league in targets. Or leads the team in targets. Actually, th- leads the league in targets ain't that far-fetched yeah. either, but team I, for, think I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think it's unfair to say Deontay will lead the team, not league, team in catches, Targets, yards, and touchdowns. Mm. So you you're you're thinking that Deontay retakes that mantle, bounces back, wide receiver yeah. number one next. Well, year. he kind of was. I still think Pickens will be wide receiver one next year. I think he'll I think he'll put up more yardage. I just like the impact. amount of times we saw Pickens go like every other game with yes. like one one catch on three targets, yes, two catches problem. on five. That was a problem last year, and that's why I think I'm I'm mainly. Not thinking of him at all in this question about who's going to get the most targets this year, but that has to improve 
from the scheme yeah, and from the coaching staff, you got to get number 14 involved a lot more next year. Has to. Spin that wheel. Will wide receiver three be CA three? Whoa, I like that. Or someone else. Oh, that's tough. I think it's going to be CA three. I think they're going to give him a shot. I do, like I said in an earlier question, they're going to get somebody in free agency slash the draft. I lean towards the draft. But I think it's going to be Calvin Austin the third that gets to slide in and gets the first. Let's put this. Sure. He gets the first right of refusal. He gets the first chance to go out there and be wide receiver number three. If sure. it doesn't pan out, maybe an Anthony Miller jumps in. Right. Maybe a Steven so, Sims comes back and jumps in. Maybe a, a, a draft pick jumps in. But I think it's going to be Calvin's job to lose when training camp starts. I, th- I agree with you. I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say the same thing. I say, I think the only guy on the roster currently that could maybe see it away is Anthony Miller. But we haven't seen him play in the regular season in a Steelers uniform. Uh. The only guy I think that could take it away other than Anthony Miller is the guy via the draft because it's not going to be Miles Boykin. It's not going to be Gunner. It's not going to be Steven Sims. It's not going to be Cody White. So I think it's only going to be Anthony Miller or the guy that gets taken in the draft. And unless that guy is taken with one of those four picks in the top 80, if it's someone else, then I think it has to be CA3. Who was one of those top yeah, yeah, yeah. Who yeah, was yeah. a top three, four round pick last year? So I mean, whether it's kind of pet- whether he's seventeen, thirty two, forty nine, or eighty, that's the. I think that's the only way that you could say like, okay, this guy is clearly top, top half of this draft. The speed of Calvin Austin the third was what really jumped off of his tape and off of his early appearances for the Steelers before he got injured. People thought that he was the fastest guy on the team, and that's something that I'm really excited to see utilized a lot next year if he can stay healthy because you might hate him, but I don't think the jet sweeps in the Canada offense are really going anywhere, and he seems like the type of guy that can really bust oh, yeah. open with those. That, that I mean, imagine sp- speed that he has. Sub in Calvin Austin for Steven Sims. You're probably seeing more of those. And a guy who's got more athletic ability. Exactly, you're uh, saying more of them, more of them, because he can be more effective when they're called. And if you're going to do him this year, what you're going to do him like, <laughs> get some real creativity going where Deontay goes in motion first, right. and then Calvin goes in off. Not like, just make, keep one guy running keep around guessing who's right. it going to be. Is it going to be Deontay? Is it going to be Calvin? Is it going to be Deontay? Is it going to be Calvin? Oh my God, they gave it to Connor Hayward that time, or oh my God, George Pickens got the ball that time. So. If you're gonna do it, you know, make it a little bit um, more of a guessing more of game. a guessing game for the defense. Yes, absolutely. Spin yeah. the wheel. Keep keep yeah. Keep things interesting. Don't keep it so simple. It's a long spin. And you're strong. You don't even know your own strength. Anthony Miller, a okay, forgotten, just a forgotten asset due to his injuries, or just some guy on the roster. No, I've th- forgotten. Uh, forgotten, yeah. Asset. Uh, well, okay. I don't know. I think you he's probably just a guy. You said forgotten asset or just someone overrated. I don't know if he could be a true asset. I don't think he is. But a, a, forgotten, a forgotten name for sure. Yeah. I mean, this was a guy who a lot of people were saying was their camp favorite, their camp phenom. Oh, he would have played last year. That's what I'm saying. For so, sure. I mean, to have that much... 
attract or attention drawn to you by the Pittsburgh media who are there every day watching you. I don't think you can just say he's just some guy on the team. I'm not saying he's going to be, he's going to come in and challenge Deontay. And I mean, we just said the only guy on the roster that's going to challenge CA3 for that number three spot currently on the roster is Anthony Miller. Yeah. And, you know, I look at his career numbers 140 catches for 1,589 yards, about 11.4 yards per catch. He's got 12 touchdowns on those 140 receptions. That's pretty solid. Like, that is a pretty solid wide receiver number four, potential wide receiver number three, maybe. Not like uh, numbers. He was a round two pick in 2018. So there's pedigree there for him for sure. And he's still just 28 years old. He'll be 29. Uh, in the second month of the season in October next year. So I think Anthony Miller has a chance, but I'm not thinking of him as some you know guy that's going to show up as wide receiver number three and really emerge as a, a big-time weapon for the Steelers' offense. I think he can help for sure, and I wish we could have seen him last year. I think he would have helped last year, but unfortunately the injuries had different plans for him yeah uh the Steelers though obviously think that there is some future with him on this team or else they wouldn't have brought him back for this season they would have just cut bait with him and been like you were hurt all of last year we don't really see us with you any we don't see any plans with you in the near future yeah I think ceiling for him can be wide receiver three but overall what do I realistically expect probably the similar role I mean it's hard because Steven Sims is a different player it's just your typical wide receiver four. Mm-hmm. You see in there a lot. Doesn't necessarily get doesn't doesn't necessarily get the ball every time he's on the field, but you're always wondering, is he out there because they like to give him the ball? Yeah, I, I, but I think I his ceiling. I think his ceiling is the third spot. Yeah, and I think his basement is number four. Like I, I think we're gonna see Anthony Miller next year. On this yeah, team. I'd like to. It just unless he can't recover from this injury, he has a bad camp. Then you you really can't you can't stay married to the guy. You have no commitment to it. Like I see on this roster, the big three or whoever's going to be the big three. You've got Pickens and Johnson, obviously, yeah. and then you've got whoever's going to be number three, Miller or Austin. Let's just say it's those two. So that's three and four. And then I think your number five is going to be someone that you bring in via the draft. So like guys like Gunner. Um, maybe guys like Cody White can find themselves on a practice squad, can find themselves being that sixth wide receiver that doesn't get a helmet on game day. But I think that four of the five are on the roster right now for the top five wide receivers, and that fifth one is still just in the draft. Yep. I like it. One more spin? Time for one more spin? Yeah, for sure. Spin one more time. I'll do, the quick, I'll do a quick, quick spin, spin here. As fast as you can. As fast as you can? As fast as you can. Will someone on the Steelers roster, eclipse 1,000 yards receiving this year. No one did last year. No one did last year. Deontay, he didn't even get to 900. He set it at like 863 or something like that. Uh, Deontay was at 882. 882. Pickens got to 800, and Pat got to 730. Yeah, so they're kind of there's three candidates right there, all sniffing around a little bit. I'm going to go with Pickens because I think the big play Ooh, I, like it. I think the big play potential is going to be Well, there. did you ask which guy or just does if any someone of them? will. If someone I will. think yeah, so one, yes. The answer I think is yes. yes. But and which one I don't know. To pick one it would be Pickens to me. I think the big play potential is going to be really there this year. So I, I think yeah. Kenny is going to feel a lot more comfortable 
pushing the ball down the field into tighter windows, into one-on-one coverage down the field with George Pickens. So despite maybe not having as many targets or receptions as Deontay Johnson or even Pat, I think he's going to be like a 15 yards per catch kind of guy if he has the season I foresee him having. So I'm going to go with Pickens because of his big play potential to eclipse that 1,000-yard mark. But as far as just anybody on the team doing it, yeah, I feel pretty comfortable saying that someone will. I mean, it's such a pass-happy league that it's almost hard to be a decent team, be a playoff-expected team, and not have a guy go over 1,000 yards receiving. And you have your quarterback playing presumably the whole season, right? He This isn't going to be a – Kenny's going to get one day at camp the, the no, reps no, with no, the no. first-teamers. He's now going to play all of camp with the first-teamers. Whenever he plays in the preseason, he'll play all of his snaps with the first-teamers, and he'll start week one, assuming nothing goes wrong, right? Yes. So you have, the, you have a season – you have your rookie season on your belt. You have a full training camp, a full offseason – Going in the entire way through as the number one guy. So I, I think with that in mind, too, along with alongside your it's a passing league, you have to be able to be productive via the air in this day and age in the NFL. I agree with you. Someone's got to do it. I said earlier, Deontay, I think, could lead the team in catches, targets, yards, and touchdowns. So by that nature, am I saying that there are going to be two guys over 1,000 yards? Because... Maybe. If there's two guys over a thousand yards, that's a pretty that's, damn good. I mean, that's offense. not going to happen. That's a pretty damn good offense. I mean, Steelers. what do you think the chances of that are, are happening? Because last year, I mean, it's just 400 yards between the two of them last year for that to happen. Yeah, true. Deontay almost had 900, and George had 800. Kenny threw for 2,400 yards total last year. That's going to go up. Yeah, I mean, you should. Hope so. It should. Yeah, you you need it to go up. Let's let's for put sure. it that way. Always fun wheel. Now go back into your closet and collect us for another week or two. You can subscribe right now to our show, The Steelers Standard. Every episode we do is available for you to download. You can subscribe today through the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you find your podcasts. Our off-season power ranking series continues next as we go to the defensive side of the ball and we power rank the top safeties in the NFL. That's on the way here on The Steelers Standard. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.